We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? All right, everybody, welcome back to Spotify Green Room. I am your host, Tyler. This Green Room is sponsored by our sponsors at Underdog Fantasy, which we are going to get into our picks a little bit later on to the show because I know Malcolm made his picks. I made my picks for our pickums today, so we will be sharing our picks a little bit into the show. But Malcolm, how are you, my man? No peer with us today. He is here in the building in the, in the Spotify Green Room, but no voice today, so. He will be on the sidelines today. But Malcolm, how are you doing, man? You got a voice. <sighs> Finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Spotify Green Room. Okay. Malcolm, Ooh. how are you feeling today? We're a little less than an hour away from game time. Lions, Bengals. You know, not a very highly anticipated matchup if you're not a, a Lions or a Bengals fan. You know, like, the NFL world doesn't really care about this matchup, right? But as a Detroit Lions fan... You're 0-5 right now. You're back home at Ford Field. Is it weird that I'm I'm kind of excited for this game? Like I have just have a weird suspicion that the Lions are going to do something today, and they might mess around and just pick up a win today. How are you feeling today, yeah. man? I feel great, but I kind of disagree with you there, man. As far as like that, nobody's really caring about this game. I think because no, I said outside of Detroit, you know, no, outside no, of Cincinnati, I, I, think, like I, think, I think this is like a national thing too. Because I think even with Dan Campbell's speech, I think it actually touched everybody. Saw that speech, and I think. All eyes are in Detroit right now because I think, I mean, with that speech and everybody seeing how bad he wanted it, I think, I think they want, they, I think they want Detroit to finally pull out a win. So we'll we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm yeah, I, I'm excited. I think the press conference is what got me excited because last week I think we came in here with me and you, you know, there just wasn't too much juice. We were 0-4 oh, cool. at the time, uh, j- just a terrible game versus the Chicago terrible. Bears, but. The Lions come back the week right after, and it, it was overall not a very good game. But they come back at the very end and just have another gut punch. But it, it just le- leads up to this type of game where I'm excited. And, and like I know the Lions do this to me all the time where I get this false excitement. I get this false optimism. But I, I, I'm, I'm truly excited. I'm, I'm truly 
it, just excited to watch Lions football today. I think it's going to be a great game, uh, Lions versus Bengals. You know, Malcolm, you, you look at this game. What's your keys to the game with the Lions got to do to win this game? Uh, um, keys to the game? Uh, uh, put pressure on uh, Joe Burrow and um, if they can. And, you know, get Swift involved. Swift, Swift, Swift. Swift, Swift, Swift. He is the... <laughs> the person that you have to get involved in this game. And um, other than Swift, yeah, I have to say Hawkinson. So you just got to get your playmakers involved, and you got to try to put as much pressure on Joe Burrow as possible. Yeah. All right, let's get into the inactives. Who's in, who's out. Uh, Malcolm, do you have the Lions inactives yep. on you? So for the Detroit Lions, um, defensive lineman Eric Banks, he is out for today. Wide receiver Trinity Benson, he is a healthy scratch today. He is also out. Defensive end Jayshon Cornell, also out today. Inactive cornerback Mark Gilbert. He is inactive. Um, linebacker Jesse Lomanier. He is inactive today. He's out. And cornerback slash safety. I just say DB. Darrell Worley. He is out for today. Yep. Oh, okay. Let's get into the Cincinnati uh, Bengals inactives. If I could pull those up, I got it right here. Okay. So we're starting off with cornerback Trey Flowers, who they just claimed uh, earlier in this week from the Seattle Seahawks. Defensive end Darius Hodge is inactive. Wide receiver Mike Thomas and defensive tackle Tyler Shelvin. So a pretty uh, healthy Cincinnati Bengals, according to the injury report. I don't know what their injury reserve looks like, but the guys that we were pinpointing on, um, what do you call it, on Wednesday for the practice report, some guys that were a little banged up. Looks like they're all playing, including guys like Quinn Spain, uh, Joe Mixon. Those guys are all active today. So, you know, you're getting a healthy Cincinnati Bengals team. And, and the Cincinnati Bengals team hasn't been bad. They've actually been, I think they are, what, 3-2 and two right now? So they, they, they've been a solid football team, playing some solid football. Yeah, solid, solid brand of football. I mean, they almost stole a game versus the Green Bay Packers last week. You know, their, their offense has been fun to watch. But I think one of their weaknesses is, um, and we mentioned this on Wednesday, is their secondary. And I think that's something the Lions have to try to take advantage of. And now that the Lions have some great receiving core, they don't have a great receiving core, but this is a match of the Lions, I think, need to target this week. Uh, get, get some of your guys involved. You know, you're switching it up a little bit. No Trinity Benson. You're inserting a guy like Tom Kennedy. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how they try to implement some new targets in there. Some guys, maybe they don't have too much film on. I'm not expecting a big game from Tom Kennedy, but maybe – there's a certain package for Tom Kennedy. Maybe you implement him a little bit more. Daryl Hodge, I think, has been very solid for this football team since coming on. I want to see maybe a little more of him. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm interested to see how you know they, they try to pick on the secondary because it's not a very good secondary that the Lions are playing today. Yeah, yeah Jeronimo Allison. I was just about, was just about to mention that, yeah. Um, they caught up Jeronimo uh, Allison. They, they um, brought him up from the practice squad. So he's a big guy that um, could have a big game today. So we'll see, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Jibo, I thought, had a pretty sneaky good preseason. I thought he, he could have been one of those candidates to make the team. But, you know, they decided to go um, They decided to go with a little younger route and use some claims on some guys like Benson and and uh, Kadero Hodge, they end up trading for Benson and then keeping a guy like Tom Kennedy around. But let's get into some predictions now. So you look at the Lions, Bengals. We did a preview already. So if you guys are interested a little more in depth, go check out that episode. It's on our feed right now. But as far as predictions now, Malcolm, what are you looking at today? The the spread right now, I have to check. Um, but at minus three. Minus three right now. That's what the spread is right now? I think so. All right. With the Lions you know, being a three-point underdog right now, how you feeling about this matchup? I feel I feel actually good, man. I feel good about this matchup. 
actually, no, I don't feel good about this matchup because on paper, I think, you know, if you're looking at it on paper, you're like, oh, no. Um, you look at the wide receiver versus our secondary, you're like, oh, no. And, um, yeah, it doesn't look good. And their defense have been playing really good, too. So, with, with all that said, I do have the Lions actually winning this game. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I have the Lions winning a very close, mm-hmm. close game. I'm going to say 21-17 Lions. And as far as the bold prediction, I'm going to say Jared Goff in this game has a 120 quarterback rating today. 120. Ooh, 120. Bold. Let's go. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. I'm going to read off Pierre's uh, predictions and uh, bold predictions. His uh, prediction is going to be 27 24 Lions. His bold predictions the Lions have 150 rushing yards. Malcolm, does that fit the criteria of bold? That the 150 rushing yards? Yeah, it does because um, Cincinnati has a top 10 rushing defense. So they could get 150. You talking about total rushing yards? Yeah, total for the Lions. For the Lions? I mean, they could do 150. That's that's good work. That's really good work. That's yeah, I'll say, I'll say, I'll that's say that's bold. wrong. That's just something wrong. Did I say 27 24? Uh, I don't know. Here's correcting me. If you didn't, if you didn't, you say now 27, 24 Bengals. 27, 24, and then 150 rushing yards for the Lions. So oh, Bengals win. Bengals win. He has a Bengals winning. I thought it was the Lions. Okay, so he has Cincinnati winning today. Oh, okay, okay. So if you are a betting man and you were betting on this game, so the spread right now is at three and a half. So by the spread, you're taking the Lions. But if you're you know, going by just the matchup, he's taking the Bengals. So if, you're, if you're interested in the money line, go Cincy, according to Pierce's predictions. But if you're interested in the spread, by Pierce's predictions, you would take the Lions with the spread because it's at yep. three and a half right now. So. Yep. All right. I'm going with you, Malcolm. I think the Lions pull it out today. I, I think there's something today. I think this is more than just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking out the paper right now. I, I know the Let me papers. ask you a question. Yes. Me, it, it, was, it, was it the speech? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm taking out paper right now. This has nothing to do with paper. I'm I'm not even implementing what's gonna like the Cincinnati Bengals lines. I don't care what's on paper. I'm going by emotion. I'm going by what the players are feeling right now. I think they they have a chip on the shoulder this week. I think they're gonna win a game. I just don't think they could go to zero and six right now and go to LA and uh, be an zero and six football team. I just I don't think that that's a scenario. I I just did not see that being a scenario before the season, and I still don't see that being a scenario, even though it's one game away. It's not going to be a scenario. The Lions are going to win today, and I'm flipping the script on Pierce. They're winning 27-24, and my bold prediction is the Lions hold Joe Mixon under 40 rushing yards today. They're going to stop the run. Under 40 rushing yards? He must be saying he's going to get an injury. Not even. No. No. We're going to stuff his ass. We're going to stuff his ass. (laughs) No injuries. Yeah, that's that's pretty bold. I'm ready, man. man, I'm fired up. Yeah, man. All right. I did say our defense have been our running defense have been playing a lot better. It's better than our than the number that it shows. So their offensive line is not great either. No. Their offensive line is not great. Not. This is a this is a, a matchup to take advantage of. I'm excited, man. I don't know what is it. We're zero and five right now. Why am I excited, Malcolm? Explain why I'm excited. It's a speech. It's the Dan Campbell. It is. Speech. It's the Dan it Dan is. Campbell got you fired up and he got us all fired up. <laughs> he gave us and he got us all thinking. Yeah, we got this again. So. We'll see, man. I'm 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 excited for the game too, man. And I think they're all going to be playing lights out. I think the team felt Dan Campbell's emotion. They know that he wants it bad, and I think they're going to be playing on a different different vibe. They're going to play on a different level, I think. So 
I mean, let's go, man. Let's go. Yeah, you know, you know what else? I, you know what else? I think is perfect right now for this game. If this game's in Cincinnati, maybe I don't pick the Lions. I think the game being at Ford Field and the fans, like I think, like me, I think there's more fans than just like me right now. I think there's a lot of fans excited right now, yeah, and I a lot think of fans excited. B- being at Ford Field today. With the atmosphere that you saw at the end of the game versus that Baltimore game, because the last time they've been there, you saw the atmosphere at the end of the game when the Lions were up, they needed a defensive stop. Obviously, didn't get that, but I think this game being at home for the Lions, I, I, I think it's a significant advantage. That that's why I, I'm really thinking the Lions right now, and I think this is going to be just a, just a big game overall. I th- I think they they could do a really good job. I think the fans are going to be in, involved in the game. I don't know. I, I just have a very good feeling about today. I just can't see the Lions being 0-6. I, I don't think the Lions are going to be good this year. I don't think they're going to have many wins. And I know many fans are probably on the tank boat. Why do the Lions need to win this game? Take that out, man. We need to win. The fans, I, I don't care if you're your team tank. We need to win. The locker room needs to win. The players need to win. The coaching staff needs to win. I need a fucking win. Malcolm needs a fucking win. We need yeah. to win. You got, you, got, you, got, you got to understand it this way, guys. I mean, I know everybody's like, team tank. Get the number one pick, team tank. Turn your TVs right now. Look at Jacksonville. That's a team that had the number one. That's a team that never had the number one overall pick. They can't win a damn game this year, guys. Yeah. They can't win a game. Yeah, they, they had they took the number one pick last year. They they can't win a game. So all this, oh, let's get the number one overall pick. Get the, doesn't mean that you get the number one pick and you're gonna be successful. Just turn on your TVs right now, Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, they're playing right now. They're on five. They're losing against the Miami Dolphins. The the one in what four Miami Dolphins. Turn on TV. You want draft capital? Just turn on your TV. I don't. I don't even care about that because I understand from the fans' perspective of having a better pick and like losing does that. Like, but like, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're still early in the season. I, I, I just need a win right now. I need to see one. And I, I, Dan I Campbell, need a win Dan too, Campbell man. Needs a win. Dan Campbell needs a win. He needs a win badly. Before, I'm not going to say he's going to lose the locker room if they don't win the game, but it's just going to be a lot harder for him to keep the guys motivated and, and keep them on script if you keep on losing and losing. Because when you fight your tails off every single week, and this is just not, just not Sunday, throughout the whole week when you're game planning, preparing for a game, and you keep losing and losing and losing. Like, I know Dan Campbell's on not, he's not on any hot seat. They can go 0 17, he's not on the hot seat, right? Yeah. It's just demoralizing when you game plan every single week and you just come up short. And that's what the Lions have done. They're not like just getting blown out and they're not just getting whooped. They're coming short every single game. It's one, two, maybe three mistakes a game that is happening. And they just need to have a game where it just glues and it all gels together and, the Lions come out on top for one game. 
And it's not, like I said, it's not going to be how the season's going to go. We're not going to win many games this year, but they just need one where, you know, it's just a feel good. I mean, I, I think everybody just needs to feel good right now in Detroit right now, especially in that Detroit locker room. So that's why I think it's very important. Yeah, I agree, man. They definitely need to get this win out because, you know, next week is not going to be an easy game. No, not at all. I mean, it's going to be a big emotional game. Jared Goff coming back to L.A. for the first time to play his former team. Obviously, Stafford, former Detroit Lions for 12 years. He's going to be playing his first game versus Detroit Lions. It's going to be an emotional game next week, but it's going to be a very difficult game. So it would be big, I think, today. You're at home uh, versus Cincinnati Bengals. I think it would just be huge if the Lions could pull this game out today. But... Malcolm, let's get into our underdog picks today. So it could be Lions, it could be whatever in the NFL. Just tell me your favorite underdog picks today. It could be three leg, it could be two leg, three leg, four leg, five leg. Just tell me your favorite parlay today. My favorite. I mean, I'm not gonna give a whole parlay. I'm gonna give my favorite pick. I'm gonna give a favorite pick, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be um, DeAndre Swift. And I believe his his pick is, I believe it's like 89 total yards. It's 82. It's an 82 and a half rushing receiver. Yeah, 82 right total total yards. I think everybody, if you're gonna do a pick 'em, and you see that DeAndre Swift, that that's a that's a must grab. I think he's gonna be over that 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 amount, mm-hmm. and I and I love the, that option right there. Okay, one I like a lot. Um, I would consider a lot. It's the other way for the Cincinnati Bengals. I like the Jamar Chase one a lot. Uh, 80 and a half receiving yards. I like that one a lot. Uh, just because the line secondary is a little defleted right now, you got Amani Awarie, who's playing this game, but he's not 100%. Jerry Jacobs on the other side. I think since he's got some receivers, I think Jamar Chase is going to be their main guy today. So 80 and a half receiving yards, which this number just kept going up and up. I got it at some point during uh, the week. I got it earlier in the week. I got it at uh, 73 and a half. So I got it pretty low. So I, I think Jamar Chase gets the over today. So that's my favorite pick of the day. Uh, my favorite parlay, if you want to put it in, in, a, in a three bunch. So I mix it around with Thursday Night Football, so I'm not going to count this one. So my favorite one today is Justin Jefferson goes over 82.5 receiving yards. Jamar Chase goes over 70.5 receiving yards, which, oh, I got even lower at this time. And then Keenan Allen goes over 72.5 receiving yards as well. So th- those are my favorite picks today. Malcolm, okay. you got anything else to add? No, man, no. That's that's good, man. That's good stuff. I think we should – um. If we have any listeners, I want to come up really quickly. And listeners, if you want to come up, yes, keep it to a five minute five minute minimum. Um, that way we get much um people as up as possible. Yep. All right, guys, you guys could request. And all right, we got one. Cool. Anonymous, what's up, man? Anonymous. 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 You're you're right muted. There. There. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Uh, my bad. Yes, I don't sir. know. I was muted as soon as I joined. Hey man, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? You good? Hey, I'm good. How y'all doing? We're here. Doing we're here, great, we're man. here drinking Kool Aid, man. We're good, bro. <laughs> I'm, here drinking, I'm here I drinking. Your pic- I'm here drinking your picture. I'm here drinking your picture right now. You have a Kool Aid as your, as your you Spotify right now, picture. We both are drinking. That's what I'm drinking right now. A, a double, double right, shot. Right. <laughs> taking double shots of it. Let's go. Hey, I got a uh, a quick. I see a red flag with um, potentially Tracy Walker. I want to see your guys' thoughts on this uh, with with the good game he had last week and the hits he was laying. Of course, that gets everyone excited. However, um, I feel like when he was drafted, his draft profile and his first season kind of shows that he could be that flexible safety to play free safety or in the box, strong safety. And of course, the last few years under Patricia, he graded horrible under strong safety. And, you know, his, his grade was great as a free safety. 
And I'm wondering if that's a motivation issue. If um, because because it shows he has the ability and he actually showed that ability last week. I'm wondering if it's just, you know, he was under a, a horrible coaching staff and maybe he doesn't he didn't like doing it. And it's just a motivation issue where he didn't play to his potential because he just didn't really want to. You guys got any thoughts of that? Because if he if he gets a big contract, I think that's a red flag if he's just not motivated unless all the cards are lined up perfectly for him. I mean, you could kind of say that. I mean, when when you're playing one position and then they tell you, look, you're now doing this, and then he had also had a limited role last year, I could say that he probably didn't embrace the role, which is, is possible. He didn't embrace it, and that's probably led to his his production being downhill last year. But, um, yeah, I mean, a great coaching staff, when you believe in a coaching staff and you have the right guys around you, they could tell you to be a freaking long snapper. <laughs> and you'll probably play that long snapper position the best of your ability. Um, I think just because what they, you know, they believe in this coaching staff. And, yeah, it, it could be that. I, I don't really see it being a red flag because I I, I believe that he, he's embraced the role and he knows what he can do now. Yeah, I'm with you, Malcolm. I don't look at it as a red flag right now just because I think he's more in position now. I don't know if it was any I don't know if it was necessarily a motivation thing for Tracy Walker. I think you could make that argument for many guys last year that it was a motivation issue. Like they just were not, you know, seeing eye to eye with what was going yeah. on with the coaching staff. And and it seemed like they were just not trying. Like I, I remember that Panthers game specifically last year. I'm like, come on, this just does not look like anyone's putting effort in. And that, even like yeah. Matthew Stafford, even Matthew Stafford didn't look like his head was in the game as well. And that's a guy you just can't bring down, you know. Matthew Stafford is a warrior. And he, he knocks off all that, you know, that outside noise. But even him, he looked a little out of it those those couple of weeks where the seat was really hot. Like I would say that Minnesota game, the Carolina game, and, and then Thanksgiving versus Houston, they were just really out of it. I think Tracy Walker's just in position right now. And I, I'm still not team extend Tracy or team let Tracy walk. I, I'm still waiting and see. Because you mentioned that he had a very good game last week. But then at, at moments, I'm still waiting for Tracy to take that Next step, and I thought last week was a good step for his, you know, his his progression of, of being a good football player and getting that contract. But I just want to see more of that throughout the season. And I, I think he has the potential to be, you know, one of those building blocks. But it's not a given as of right now. But it, it could be, you know, as the season goes on. Yeah, definitely got to see more from him. Definitely, definitely got to see more. Yeah, yeah. I guess the only I, the only angle I was coming with that is, um, you know, if uh, I mean he's the most tenured guy in the in the back half of that defense right now, you know, he's still young, but he has the most experience is definitely on the Lions uniform. So he's by default a leader. And if things aren't going well, you know, how's he going to respond if there's a question with his motivation? That's the only angle I was looking at for that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fair I'm, point. It's a I fair mean, point. I just think, if, I think we're just looking a little too deep into it. That's me personally. Yeah. I think you can say the same thing about Diggs. Come on, Andre Diggs. Remember when he was here with Patricia, he, that, before he got traded that season, he did he he didn't play well. He didn't play well. He had an injury, but even when he came back, he wasn't playing well. The moment he got traded, he's like, "Oh shit, Pro Bowl!" <laughs> he got traded to Seattle, and then he had an instant Pro Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, you can you can make the the thing from a lot of players that played with Pencilhead. I mean, a lot of players are not too fond of Pencilhead. They're not <laughs> their heads were not there. Yeah, no, it, that's how it usually is in the NFL. And thank you, anonymous. That's just usually how it is. You know, in the NFL is. When you're, you know, when you're not in a situation that you're found like that's not ideal for you, it's just 
we see how much of a difference coaching staffs make in the NFL. It makes a huge difference from a player perspective, like of how much they can get out of you or how much they underuse you. I mean, you see it all the time. A guy goes from another team that was, I mean, a guy that goes to a team that he didn't have a great start to his career, but then he goes to another team and starts balling out. It happens multiple times or the other way around, you know, Trey flowers. He was a baller in new England. And I think he's been, you know, underwhelming here. Jamie Collins, he was a baller in New England. He comes here a little underwhelming. He goes to Cleveland, underwhelming. It's just coaching staff have a huge difference of how your play is going to be. And I, I think we saw that with Matt Patricia. I just think we just saw that on the negative side with Tracy Walker, with, with Patricia. And I think now we're seeing a little more positive with Dan Campbell, which, you know, I think that's a good sign and that could potentially be a future piece for you. So we'll see in the offseason and see what you can do throughout the season because there's still a lot of football left. Maybe got anybody else? Yeah, we could take one more and then we'll probably call it a show and then we'll be back right after the Detroit Lions and Cincinnati Bengals game. Hopefully we'll be celebrating a victory. Victory and then maybe victory Monday tomorrow. Yeah, man. In our post game. All right. Anybody else? Uh, I think we got one more. Yep, I think we got one more. Nathan said, I got something to say. <laughs> what's up nate can you hear me nate? yes we can man yes, how you sir. doing bro what's up, nate? oh man um, i'm all right man i'm all right you drink a cool uh, right now or, or... Hold, on, hold on you don't sound all right you sound like you sound, <laughs> i'm a little i'm a little nervous i'm a little nervous because i think everybody thinks that we're gonna win this game and i do too um let me let me say this about the lions i've seen a lot of lions games in my in my life I'm 35 years old, so you can imagine how many Lions games I've seen. I don't think I've ever seen a team fight as hard and stay competitive against good teams than I've seen this this Lions team um, this year. I, I think that you know this coach they have, he he he's a strong motivator, and 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 to be honest with you, when he when he was crying on um, his press conference, I was thinking in my mind like, damn. This guy gives a shit knowing this team is terrible and it's not going anywhere. And he's acting like this team's a playoff team that, or, or, or a playoff team that just had some bad losses. I mean, that just, that resonated to me. That made me want to pump my chest and say, that's my coach. You know, because when have we ever seen a coach, you know, have that kind of emotion knowing that his team's garbage? I mean, right now it's, it's not, it's not good, you know, but we're still competitive. We still fight. And I was just so proud of Campbell. I mean, like I've been saying from the beginning, this guy wears his emotion on his sleeves. He's as real as it comes. Um, but yeah, I just, I just wanted to say that. Like, I th- I'm so proud of of how he's handled this whole situation, guys. We've lost a lot of good players, more so than any team that I can think of this year. We've lost Cora. We've lost Akuda. We've lost Quintez. Seems like every time a Lions player does really good, they. they Ragnall, they go out for the year. So, I mean, the Lions have been bit hard, and we've lost two games by long-ass field goals. So, I mean, I'm just like – I'm so proud of this team. I don't care if we're 0-5. We're fighting every game, and I said, you know what, damn it, if we're going to be the worst team in the NFL, at least let's keep the games close because, you know, with the talent, when we get it, the wins will come. And, and yeah, I mean – um, one, one, one thing I'll say, and I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all say something. Um, 
What do y'all think? Because I've been reading a lot of naysayers' information about maybe benching Goff for maybe David Blau. I mean, come on, let's be real, man. I mean, I know Goff's not playing well. I know he's been fumbling the ball a lot. But do you guys really think David Blau or even Boyle's going to be a better upgrade over Goff? And that's all I'll say. I, I, I'll, I'll take this. Absolutely yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't know why people I, are thinking absolutely that. Absolutely not. Um, the thing is, and I've been telling people that I know I've been seeing on Twitter, people are like, but we, you know, we've seen what we've seen from golf play David Blau. The, Dave, the, the coaching staff know what they got out of David Blau. And that's why he won't enter. He won't go into the game unless it's an injury for Jared Goff. I know Jared Goff has mm-hmm. an issue of, you know, sometimes seeing the, 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 the open receiver or, or, or making the deep ball, you know, we know the issues with Jared Goff. You know, he's under pressure, yada, yada, yada. But David Blau is not, a, not an answer to that. He's not, he's not a better option. Uh, you know, he would just be a running threat. He would be a running threat. That's the only thing he would really threat, bring to the he's not, table. Yeah, he, he's not going to give the team a best, the best chance to win. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't put David Blau in a position to say, okay, we need a score and we need a two-point conversion. David Blau, you're going you're gonna to convert this. No, David Blau won't be able to convert yeah. a two-point conversion on a pass. Hell no. Yeah, what team, <laughs> what person right mind put the trust in David Blau to do that? So, no, Jared Goff is definitely gives you the best chance of winning. He needs to play. He needs to play. This is a, he needs to play better. He's not turning over the ball, bro. He needs to stop turning over the damn ball, man. Hold on to the damn ball. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, man. Yeah. I Seriously. Mean, his fumbling issues has been an issue since LA. I mean, the offensive line got to do a better job protecting him. I'm not, I'm not using that as an excuse, but. You know, all these free rushes that he's getting at them that's causing these strip sacks. They need to do a better job, you know, protecting up front. And he needs to do a better job on the the ball. So, hey, so like, I'm not I'm not on the boat where Jared not. Goff is the franchise quarterback. No. I've, made that, I've made that very clear. You no, just don't have a better exactly. option right now. So you just got to stick with whoever's your best option right now. So, like, I'm not a Jared Goff fan. I don't think he's great. I think he's very goofy. I call him Jared Goof for a reason. But <laughs> I like that Jared Goof. But, I like that. That's not nice. But, that's not nice, man. That's, he's still my quarterback right now, man. He's still my QB one right now, man. He's the quarterback for now. He's just not my. He's not my QB. Typical like, Lions quarterback. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's just here for now. But I think he gives you the best option. He gives you the best option to win, even though I don't think very highly of him. It just shows what I, I really think of Tim Boyle and, and David Blau. I, I just. I, I don't. I don't see a scenario. It's never going to happen unless an injury happens. I'm with you. Find me a better option. Do we have a better option on this team? No, we don't. We don't. And there's no better options like in the market right now. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't tell me Cam Newton. Don't tell me whatever. I, 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 would, I, would say, I would say Cam, but the thing is, I mean, you bring him in, he got to learn the playbook. It's, it's going it to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. guys, it's, before it's, he comes in, it, like in play. Also, too, also too, also, too, nobody's talking about the separation from the receivers. God, we don't even have a one number one receiver. I don't think Tyrell mm-hmm. Williams is going to play this year all unfortunately, I mean, we have no receivers that can separate and that's making a problem for Jared Goff. Cause now he's got to hold on to the ball. He's got a weaky, he's got a leaky O line and you got receivers that can't separate. That's like the perfect storm for a bad offense. I, I think, I think he'll be, I think he'll play a lot better if he did have a number one option. I, I agree. Yeah. I think he would. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I mean, he'll think, be a pro bowler, I think, I think he, but yeah, I, I think, I, I think, I think he'll be playing better. a lot better than he did. Than I think he'd be better. I, I tell you what, the better. mistake we made is letting Marvin Jones go. I'm watching Marvin Jones right now. He's tearing up this Dolphins defense. I would have loved he to see Marvin Jones. He wasn't coming back. He wasn't coming back. Yeah, the thing is, Marvin Jones, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean. True. But it would have been nice for this year. young core to have at least a veteran receiver in Marvin Jones. I didn't want Kenny Galladay back. But then you had to pay him. You had to pay him. He's already, what, 30? 32, 31, yeah, 31 or 32. I get it. They yeah. they got someone on a one year deal that's just is injured right now. That's yeah. Terrell Williams. 
I mean, they, 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 that's what it is. I mean, I think the receivers have been a little better than I, – I, I mean, I think they have had some open flashes. guys. They, 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 Losing Quintez really hurt. Because yeah, Quintez, no, it did. He was Quintez coming, was, he was Quintez coming was into his playing, own. Quintez was playing good, and him probably going to miss the rest of the season is definitely a huge blow. But I think it's been a mix of golf missing his guys and, and like you said, the separation. I, don't, I wouldn't blame just the receivers. I think it's been a mix of – of everything. I think golf has honestly been the biggest setback to the offense in anything more than the receivers. If it's me personally. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree. And one, one last thing I'll say, and I'll let y'all go. Um, so just real quick, I, I haven't been on the show after the losses, man. Cause they've been killing me so much, man. Like I, I just had no words. Um, <laughs> do you guys agree? Okay. So I, I get that the secondary is very young and very inexperienced and not very good. Oh no. Do you agree with, playing more of a safe defense rather than rushing the quarterback in those uh, situations where we had the lead and we gave it up. You're talking about in like the last drive is what you're talking about? Yeah. You talking about like, like the Minnesota one like, and the Baltimore one. So yeah. Like you're talking about like, should we rush four or should we rush? Three yeah. I mean, I mean, should we really bring the house or rush or, or make that quarterback as uneasy as possible? Or should we just sit back and let him get 20, 30 yard gains? I think, I think Detroit has to learn to, um, I would say, just just keep playing as they were playing. Like if it was working first, second, third down, why would you go to prevent them fourth down? <laughs> They're scared. They're scared. Yeah, they they I, don't want to get, get beat over the top. I get it, but that's what happened in Baltimore. You look in the Baltimore game; they're rushing four. They were putting pressure on um, Lamar Jackson, having him, you know, scramble out of bounds, losing play. They, was, they mm-hmm. got to fourth and nineteen just from them doing what they were doing. So for them to just say, okay, this worked first, second, third down, let's play prevent yeah. on third down, on, on fourth down, fourth and 19, let's play prevent so they can't give a big play. But what happened? They gave up a big play. I mean, I'd rather lose getting burned than sit back and let a quarterback just pick us apart. It, they that's just learn me. To just rush, just do what's working. Rush four was working, rush four. You know, just rush it four. They're, they're winning. Yeah. And then, yeah. especially yeah, the Baltimore game, game they're, oh, they're, like yeah. fourth and 16. they're winning. <laughs> That was a nightmare. All right. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, thanks, guys. Go Lions, man. Hopefully I'm calling or talking to y'all on a win, and a lot more people will be on. Yes, sir. All right, what's the prediction? What's the prediction, Nathan? Okay, prediction is I think the Lions win 28-21, and bold prediction, um, we'll have a pick six. Okay. Okay. I like it, Nathan. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you, man. Hopefully you're on after the show, after the Lions. Yeah, we – all right. He said he ain't coming. He don't want he doesn't want to hear about the Detroit Lions if they lose this goddamn game. I mean I mean I think we have to play devil's advocate. I think it's very possible we lose this game. We're underdogs at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think we're yeah, I'm, I'm done, dude. They're be- they're a better team than us. Now this may come down to coaching and, and, and heart right now. This this is what this is gonna boil down to is coaching and heart. Yeah. All right, and and one more thing before we end, don't bet on the Lions because I we're on I'm on five right now. I'm betting on the Lions. If I had yeah. to bet on the Lions, the, the Lions yeah. are the scariest bets. I just don't recommend doing it. Go in the NFL. I mean, you can, you can do bet anything the spread. Else. The bread, the yeah, spread is is pretty money. Like with the Detroit Lions, dude. The Lions, man, they they, they be messing around with that spread too much, man. Remember the Niners game? Like if you bet the Niners spread. <laughs> they be messing around too much, man. I I, I recommend they covered the Vikings spread. They covered. They did. Um. The Packers, the Packers did not cover. No, the pack, they covered the, the the Ravens spread. The Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And then recommend what, don't. I mean, just, just don't. Vikings. Just, just don't touch the Lions. Just don't touch the Lions. I mean, it's if you have extra bread, bread, if you have extra bread, I'll do it. If you have extra bread and you just like, all right, let me just throw twenty five or fifty on the Lions just to cover the spread. Who knows? They they might lose by one point. You know, you never know how it goes. So if they do lose, they lose by one. You cover the spread, you win your money. So yeah, I I I just don't recommend touching no. it. Don't recommend touching no. it. But if if but but if we were two bets, if we were two bets, I would say take the Lions spread or take the Lions money line. I'm saying, but I would say take the Lions spread just to be safe. Yeah. But no, no, don't don't, don't bet on this game. <laughs> don't bet on this game. All right, and with that being said. We'll be we're signing off right now, and we will be live after the game right here on Spotify Green Room. Hope to catch you guys after a Detroit Lions victory. Go to Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code PridePod ten dollars back on your first deposit of ten dollars or more. Free money. Go use it. Five star review on Apple Podcasts, and I'm signing out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace.